What the hell's the name of this thing? The Ballsy Podcast. Hosted by the award-winning Evan Grant. This has been the most tense podcast I have ever done. Kevin Sherrington. Do we want to compare bylines? How many? Barry Horn. We're supposed to keep this thing moving, be fresh. Get ready for the most listened to sports podcast in Dallas-Fort Worth. I'm Evan Grant, and this is Ballsy. I'm Kevin Sherrington, and in this episode, we'll be talking about Mavericks. And I'm Barry Horn. To hear our other exciting additions, simply subscribe to the Ballsy Podcast on iTunes. You know we're on Facebook and Twitter, too. Just search Ballsy Podcast. That's Ballsy with a Z. So sit back, relax, that's relax with an X, and enjoy another edition of the Ballsy with a Z podcast. And with us now, we have Mitch Lawrence. Didn't he used to work at the Morning News? Didn't everybody used to work at the Morning News? Pretty much, that's true. But he escaped. Yes, he did. He covered the Dallas Mavericks. For how many years did you cover the Mavericks, Mitch? Uh, about nine, I think. Nine, and and how how many NBA championships did they win in your nine years covering the team? Uh, they went to five finals. I think they won two championships. Wow! Uh, you know what? That's that's I, a lot better than what I remember. I, those are alternative those are facts. Those are alternative facts. Alternative facts. That's right. So, so you I remember when they when they traded for Larry Bird? That turned their franchise around. That's oh my right. god! Well, I anyway, that now. Mitch went on to much bigger. I also would like to point out that at that you uh, interrupted at, me. at that celebration parade yeah. for the Mavericks yeah. championship, largest gathering of people uh, in uh, in mankind's history. You know, we wish you would quit interrupting with political jargon. Yeah, okay? yeah. But we have and Mitch. Mitch left here for bigger and better things. He went on to the New York Daily News, I believe, where he covered the NBA. He followed Gary. You don't believe that's what he did. He carried. He followed Gary Myers up to the New York Daily News, and now he's right. work, he's working for Forbes and Sirius XM NBA Radio. Mitch, it's a pleasure to have you with us. Even though I felt a little awkward introducing you because I know how close you and Kevin Sherrington are. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. His, Very good. His, how his, are you guys doing? That's good. You know, his. I've, I've actually uh, driven his daughter's car. That's a little wow. too much information. Like Mitch, Mitch is a, the proud father of a TCU Horn Frog. Is that correct? Alum. That's right. Alum. And, uh, That's right. She so, loves Fort Worth and she loves her frog. Okay. I don't, think our, I don't think we have a big listenership in Fort Worth. Are you kidding? We do? Are you kidding me? TCU? TCU people love this, this uh, podcast. Well, what do we, Evan, what's our numbers at TCU? Uh, what is the enrollment? I think it's like uh, 12,000. I don't know. Oh, well, then we've got 14,000. <laughs> All right. There we go. So I like it. Yeah. Let, let's get to the gist of this, Mitch. You, you're an expert on the NBA. Kevin has a question for you. <laughs> Way to throw it. That was a really good job. All right, Mitch. The, the whole What everybody's dying to know here in, in Maverickland is when, when the dealing starts and what are they going to get for Andrew Bogut? <laughs> the dealing, well, from, from outside the Metroplex, when I mean, you look at the Mavericks, everybody's thinking the dealing should have been started by now. They should have broken that team up a while ago. Um, but, you know, they still have time until February 23rd, and then after that they can part ways with players if they buy them out. Part two of your question about Bogut, um, I did a little research. I figured, you know what, if I'm going to go on with the morning news guys, I better know what I'm talking about. Beautiful. And That's I talked a first. to a couple of executives, and uh, <laughs> one guy laughed and basically said, not much. The other guy said, maybe a second-round pick. So if you're looking for – you got a first-round pick back or maybe LeBron James, I think you're, you know, that, that ain't looking good. But the thing is that a guy like Bogut, um, you know, if he's a candidate for a buyout, let's say, there are going to be teams that are going to line up for him, including the Cavaliers. So is Cleveland a, a uh, the number, number one. one destination? 
Um, LeBron James, after the game last night, where they got beat by the Anthony Davis less Pelicans. That was brutal. LeBron kind of went off, and, you know, what LeBron says carries a lot of weight, obviously, in Cleveland. We all think he's a factor GM. He wants to get a playmaker first and foremost uh, up there to help him and um, Kyrie Irving. And, you know, that's not Bogut, obviously, but people are thinking maybe Darren Williams might be a candidate if the Mavericks uh, want to move him or if he's a candidate for buyout. But, um, in terms of Cleveland being the number one destination for Bogut, I don't know. I mean, there are several teams that could use him, including Portland, including Boston, and including even maybe the Spurs. Uh, you know, Pau Gasol broke his hand the other day. He's going to be out for a while. So we'll see. I mean, he's a guy who uh, a lot of people like because he's, you know, he played for us. You know, he was on a couple of teams that went to the finals and he won a title. So, yeah, I think Bogut, people might be interested. They just don't want to give up a lot for him. Mitch, the one question I've got uh, is not whether or not the Mavericks should make any deals. I think we all feel like they should. But do you think that Mark Cuban, as long as he's got a playoff spot, even in sight on the horizon, that his ego will allow him to tear down this franchise and do something of a rebuild? That's a good question. You know, I think what Mark looks at is, not just that. He also looks at, well, I've got Dirk Nowitzki here, and as long as i got got Dirk Nowitzki here, I've always feel compelled to try to go for a playoff spot and try to do something. It's, it's a lot like any team that's had an aging superstar. Um, I, we saw it in New York with Patrick Ewing. They, they always wanted to keep adding around, patching and go, you know, just try to add another piece, another piece to Patrick Ewing and see what you get, because you know, once those guys are gone and retired, then you really have to rebuild in earnest. So I think it's a it's a combination. And talking to Mark when they were up here, the Mavericks were up earlier in the year, you still got the sense that things were off to a bad start. We didn't know they'd be this bad. But you got the sense that he felt he owed it to Nowitzki. As long as Nowitzki was around, he was going to still try to go for a playoff spot with him. So if you were, if you were in charge, Mitch, we're going to put you in charge of this situation with the Mavericks, what would you do? I train everybody who is in Harrison Barnes if I could. I back up the truck and unload and rebuild, and uh, know that look, Maverick fans have been great. Uh, we love them. Uh, you know, with Nowitzki, went to a couple of finals, had a lot of success, but really, it is time to move on. And I would even try to—I uh, know this is blasphemous almost—but I would almost try to tell Dirk, you know what, we need to. You know, next year, we know you have, you know, a year of a contract, but somehow we're going to try to uh, move on from you to get you a buyout or something or do something to give us some cap relief. I don't want to take any contracts back. You know, if I am if I can't move Andrew Bogut, uh, I don't want to take uh, big salaries back for him. I want to take years back. I want to have a lot of cap flexibility so I can go forward and finally get the free agents that we've never gotten before. And I, I guarantee and promise Maverick fans that we'll bring you the best of free agents, unlike we've been able to do. How about Mitch, that? You got a little carried away there, Mitch. Hey, listen, here's the deal. There was a there was a movement in the organization last year to 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 maybe do exactly what you said and, and talk Dirk into just saying adios. Why don't you go find the best no, team you can find? No, Dirk saying Avidazan. Avidazan. There you go. There you go. And 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 that did not go over in the organization. You, you know who won that deal. So uh, so so now he, he you know he did talk about earlier about the possibility. Of, listen, if I'm going to be injured like this, uh, maybe maybe I won't come back. 
Um, but it, but it looks like now now that he's been healthy, he likes it. He wants to have that twentieth year in the organization, be one of the right. few guys, be like Kobe, twenty years in one organization, and then and then he'll go out at that point. Although he is really enjoying fatherhood, you know, he has he now has three children. He just had his third child, and uh, and he and he really enjoys that part of it. So, uh, I, I, he's I, almost caught up to you. No, he'll never catch up with me. Wow. But besides the four that I have, I think there's there's several other in other places. What do you, did you play in the NBA? Uh, no, but but I like to to mimic what I was covering, you know, in those days. So, Mitch, so I guess the point is, is that you you you're backing up everybody on the truck, and you're getting rid of everybody, right? So, uh, so you you don't see Wesley Matthews as a building block? No, no, I, I think I I would try to move Wesley Matthews if he has you know some value. Fine, I, no, the only guy I would try to keep would be Harrison Barnes. I know a lot of people are high on Seth Curry, but he's not Steph Curry, so he would be eligible too to be. Who is uh, who is Steph Curry though? Come on, Mitch, you can't judge him that way, right? No, when you're part of the Currys, the, pre- <laughs> the pecking order is Steph and then Dell. Oh my! <laughs> okay, and then Riley Curry, and then Seth Curry. Wow, he's the fourth of the Curry. Wait a minute, what, did we put did we put Penang Curry in there anywhere? <laughs> oh, oh, you make faces at me. And I don't even understand. I, I'm sure that was some kind of foodie joke. It's it's ta- it's a Thai food it's a, it's joke. It's a f- foodie yeah. joke. Yeah. 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 Great. I, I yeah. know that that might not agree with your very delicate digestive system. So you know, it's it's really hard to a- ask a question here because Evan tries to box out like Adrian Dantley. He uses that big booty. No, no, that was Mark Aguirre. No, no, no. Adrian Dantley booty. had a who had a, who had a bigger booty? Uh, Mark Aguirre. No, no, Mark Aguirre. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Adrian Dantley oh did not have Roboy a giant a booty. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, Danley. Danley had the big boot. Had a big booty. No. I'm. 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 I'm a little unsettled by this You're booty. You're thinking talk. of Stanley Roberts. Stanley, Stanley Roberts. Roberts. He was once a. Ma- he was once a potential Maverick saver. Savior, wasn't he? <laughs> Weren't they all? Yeah. Speaking of which, I think I mean, one time uh, you talked about that uh, right before we started on the air here that you had talked to uh, Randy Galloway. I believe that he pushed. He said. Who did he want for the Mavericks to take uh, in in a draft instead of uh, Michael Jordan if he was if he were available in that draft? There was Sam Bowie. There was no, that was it. Was Melvin Turpin? Melvin Turpin. That was oh, it. Melvin Turpin. Oh, well, if we're going to get into really? the Galloway segment here, we're going to get right into my first year <laughs> with the Mel- with the morning news. Uh, when I met him at spring training, um, and he got very upset that I had some pink Snapple in my refrigerator. <laughs> um, and yeah, uh, where's the where's the beer? Uh, And I had bought him beer, but it was still the fact that there was pink Snapple in the vicinity (laughs) of the beer. But but Randy's perspective at that point in time was that Sean Bradley was going to lead this team to the promised land. I told yeah, and we had a famous conversation when he when he was on the air, the mighty BAP with the big clock, and I told him that I insisted him as I used to call him Naismith. I told Naismith that he, he that Sean Bradley wasn't a franchise player and would never be, and I think we had a small wager, and I'm still looking for Galloway to pay it off. I, I don't even think, I, yeah, I, I'm. There's a Book of Mormon joke in there about Sean Bradley, but I'm just going to let it go. All right, let me ask you this, Mitch. Now that I've, I've oh, we're I've, still doing this, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, now, now that I'm trying to being boxed out by Evan. Bury, I don't bury know, the I don't traffic cop. Go ahead, Barry. No, this. no, no. But Please. my question is, we talked about rebuilding. We talked yeah. about the. Uh, the Mavericks, you, you mentioned the Knicks. How come the Spurs, 300 miles south on I-35? 300 from, miles? Yes. Yeah. It's 300 miles from here to San Antonio. I make the trip almost weekly. Really? I, mean, I thought it was about 200. 
No, no, no. That's, that's, Austin. that's, that's Austin. Figure this, Austin's Evan. 100 exactly. to Waco, 200 Austin, 300 to San Antonio. Okay. Go ahead, Beer. How come? How come the freaking Spurs never have? Whoa. Never have to rebuild. Well, they're smarter than everybody. They are smarter than they're everybody. Smarter. They're, they're so far ahead of everybody. First of all, they had Tim Duncan for 20 years. So all you're doing with Tim Duncan is adding pieces, and they were still smart enough to go overseas and find people people didn't find. And, you know, they just have a tremendous scouting, tremendous development group when they get their players. They, they basically have... When you go to watch the Spurs play, I was supposed to go last night to Brooklyn, but I said forget it when nobody was playing for them. They still won by 20-plus points. But when you go watch the Spurs play, I swear they've got one coach for every player as a development guy. It's unbelievable. So, um, you know, hey, they got lucky on some stuff. I don't think anybody thought Kawhi Leonard. I didn't think Larry Bird thought Kawhi Leonard would be this good. Otherwise, he wouldn't have traded for George Hill for, for, for the rights for him. But, you know, a lot of it obviously starts with uh, having Duncan. Who's having Duncan around? And then Popovich is a, you know, real, but it really starts with the owner. It starts with Peter Holt, who lets his basketball people do what they need to do. He doesn't meddle. He doesn't get involved. And I'm not talking about the owner in Dallas. I'm talking about the New York owner, uh, Jim Dolan, who's basically stayed out of Phil Jackson's chair. We've seen how that's gone so well. Yeah, but, really good. You know, it starts with Peter Holt, any great organization in football, too. You see with Robert Kraft, you know, they let their basketball or football guys basically do what they need to do, and then these people hire really good people who know what's going on. And they and the other great thing about Popovich and the Spurs is, you know, they keep adapting to the way the game is played. They keep changing with the times, and they're ahead of the curve on a lot of that stuff. And, and that was this is why I'm trumping Barry here, because Barry was screaming to ask a question. But, but for me, what one of the things that, and this goes back to the Duncan days, that, that I think Popovich has been ahead of the curve on is – this whole idea of the mass resting of players and, and battling fatigue and keeping yeah. your guys fresh for, for winnable games and, and, and kind of mapping out the schedule a little Is bit. Is there a question coming yes. up? Uh, it's, it's a statement. It's, it's a statement, a statement but it, it's, it's open-ended for Mitch to, to provide some yeah, commentary. Yeah, that's true. Well, the problem is that now everybody copies what they do, and people, you know, Duncan wasn't resting until he won some titles and he was getting up there in age. Now Kyrie Irving's resting and he's like 23 years old or whatever. I mean, you know, it goes, it's, it's a joke now. It's an epidemic in the league. There's too much rest. Who, who um, is, you know, it's, it's this is Barry's and, problem, too. Yeah. <laughs> he's I'm taking sure. a nap here in a minute, as a matter of fact. Who, the, good, the, the good thing is things haven't changed since I was there in Dallas. But, no. uh, you know, uh, we've got a league where players now feel entitled to take off games whenever they want to take off. And, and it's not just them. It's these medical people who are, you know, the, the experts who tell the coaches and the GMs, hey, this guy can't play. you got to rest him. you got to rest him. And it's a really big problem for the league. Uh, it just doesn't look right. It's not right when fans pay a tremendous amount of money to go watch these guys play, and then LeBron James or Dwayne Wade doesn't show up. Um, hockey does it right. I mean, what they take like a teams take like an entire week off. Then maybe that's what the uh, NBA guys should do. I don't know. Mitch, I just want to get back to one thing. So, who is the brains of the operation? If you had to hire, if you were starting a franchise, and you could hire one person out of the uh, not Popovich out out of the yeah. uh, San Antonio organization, who would you hire? Well, R.C. Buford, but R.C. Buford's entrenched there. So now the GM. Look, you know, here's the problem: people have taken other executives out of the Spurs uh, organization and, you know, has, hasn't worked out. So that doesn't mean everybody 
and predict. I mean, uh, the Brooklyn GM now is a guy named Sean Marks, who was in San Antonio's front office. You know, we don't know how he's going to do for the for the Nets. I mean, you you really want to get if you get a hire Bill Belichick, you would hire Bill Belichick. You know, you could hire Popovich or or RC Buford. I don't know. Beyond those guys, I don't know who's the who's the guy behind the curtain pulling the uh, the magic magic stuff off. Now, now, Mitch, you had mentioned the fact that obviously when you have a great player like Tim Duncan, you had him for twenty years, and that makes a huge difference. But here, but here's the deal: here here in Dallas, what we were told yeah. is that is that okay, NBA free agents don't want to come here because Dirk yeah. is old, right? Well, that that didn't keep Lamarcus Aldridge from going to San Antonio. Why why is it that the Spurs were able to attract a free agent well, of that caliber and and Dallas was? Yeah, well, because you know what they had to sell him on was we're going to get you tight. You know, you can come here and win. And when titles, the Mavericks can't sell with one title in their history. Uh, if you're comparing the two franchises, the Spurs have them beat. They got everybody beat. I mean, that's the one thing Popovich has besides the great tax situation in Texas. They can tell Lamarcus Aldridge. Hey, you can come down here and you'll get out of the first round more than once. You're going to go and play uh, if you're into winning. And, you know, it's, it's not a one-way street. I mean, they, they, they're not going to, you know, go recruit every Tom, Dick, and Harry. They, they pinpoint people who they feel like can adapt to their culture. The famous, you know, you got to get be over, you know, Pop always tells you, the you know, first rule is we get players who, who aren't about me and aren't about brands and aren't about my how great I am, you got to get over yourself. Yeah, get so, over yourself. That's, that's his famous the thing phrase. That they yeah. can sell. That's the thing that they can sell more than anybody else. And the thing that Duncan was so great about Duncan, as opposed to a Kobe Bryant, was when Kobe was still doing the money grab and getting $25 million a year right till the very end until he walked out, Duncan was always willing to take less money so they could fit people in. That's the, that's the sign of a real team player doing a lot of sacrificing at the bargaining table. You know, LeBron James doesn't do that for Cleveland, and now he's moaning and groaning because they don't you – know, they've got a $130 million payroll. He's making top dollar when he should be doing what Tim Duncan did. Let me ask you this. Is there any other team in the NBA that would you say has a culture? Because we see a culture in San Antonio. There are, there are San Antonio kind of guys that they go for in the draft, in free agency. In, in, in their he building has created team. a culture. He has crea- Popovich has created a culture. You can almost tell the kind of guy he wants. Does, does any yeah. other team in the NBA have that? But I, I think he also, and I want Mitch to get to this, but I think that the, what Greg Popovich has done has found guys who are willing to subvert their ego. Sure, that. absolutely. That's, that's yeah. the biggest key. There. Absolutely. Some guys are willing to change. I mean, yeah. Uh, uh, I don't think anybody. I mean, we all look at, you know, the top organist. For a while it was Miami. But then again, you know, they had LeBron James. And now Pat Riley's got to be back to rebuilding. Although they've got a really good culture in Miami in terms of, how they do things, how they hold players responsible and accountable and all that stuff. I mean, Riley runs a tight ship, and they know what they're doing, and they have a great owner in Mickey Harrison who, for the most part, is usually willing to uh, do what the basketball people want. Uh, the, the sad thing is that um, there aren't a lot of teams like uh, the Spurs. No, there's nobody like the Spurs, right. and there are very few teams like Miami. Uh, you know, there are other people who run organizations, Stan Van Gundy in Detroit, comes to mind he knows what he's doing and they have a pretty good deal there but they don't have any kind of track record for success and nobody approaches the spurs what the spurs have done is basically incredible i mean it's probably you know uh, we won't see that again but um you know it doesn't mean that another team can't you know we'd love in new york to have half their culture i don't even know if that's possible i mean you know you you want to have an organization where the owner and the gm and people are all about winning and they know what they're doing and Boy, it's it's hard for some teams to figure that out. 
I would think. I, I think that, that part of that is, and I think part of that goes back all the way to David Robinson. You know, sure, he, he started it. All. He, he started it, and and it takes right. They were successful with him. They just didn't. You know, once they got Duncan, Duncan, Duncan was the was the real guy that but, carried out what Popovich wanted even more than Robinson. But Mitch, but that's what it but takes. They, but they tanked to get Duncan, didn't they? Yes, they did, and that's okay. That's legal. You know, why not? I mean, they were telling. They were telling Robinson, and I think it was Sean Elliott, don't come back, we're going to go for the lottery. Which, you know what, that's a smart move. In this league, you can't be, you know, you can't win 44 games every year and be on the treadmill of mediocrity. You've just got to get off it. you got to bottom out. And a lot of teams have done that, and some teams haven't figured that out. But, you know, it's great to be great, and it's bad, and it's great to be bad. The worst thing you can be is mediocre. Well, welcome to Mediocre pod- Podcasting. <laughs> but, 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 oh, Evan's upset. You He's getting the bottom out and get some big draft picks. Well, get some big, but, he, but here, here's we're, my we're question. Lo- we're looking, we need to replace uh, uh, at but, least but, one well, guy. Here. Here's my question. I don't know. Do you, I don't know if you follow a college game or scouting. Is there yes. a guy out there who yes. the Mavericks get in the lottery is yes. a no brainer? Yes, I already, I already uh, projected that in my big, I also write for Sporting News. Oh, so my God. News, I did my. I did my top ten uh, pr- predictions for 2017. I have the Mavericks winning the lottery, and I have them t- taking a kid. I think his name is Markel or something. Fult. Yes. He's oh. apparently a big time guard at Washington. What, the po- he's a yes, point guard, is. right? That's him, <laughs> and I project him to be. A lot of people think he's going to be terrific. Who knows? A lot of people think he'll be the number one overall pick. Who knows? But I definitely have him going to Dallas. That was part of my Sporting News top ten prediction. I right. like him better than Lonzo Ball. I don't know about that. A lot of people say he's going to be terrific. That's Sounds all like I can tell you. Okay, all right. You know, if he wa- let me tell you something. If he if he knocks on my door right now, besides calling the cops, I would probably not know who he is. <laughs> wow, <laughs> Mitch, you you were, Evan Evan is has got spilkis now because because we have a lot of guests coming up. You know, we, we do more than one podcast a day. This is our Maverick podcast. We're going to do a Spilkes. Cal- we got a Cowboys podcast coming up. Trying to figure out what Spilkus. We means. have a Rangers podcast coming up where, where we have El- shortstop Elvis Andrews and uh, former yeah. former great Michael Young. When are you guys going to write a story? Forget about the podcast. Oh no, hey, no, no one wants we, that. We, stuff we, we work in a newspaper. We, we, writing stories is is the last. It's is passe. Is the yeah, last right, part. <laughs> Reading is out, Mitch. Reading is out. So, but anyway, oh, you were terrific. We should have you on. You should be a regular on the show. I don't know why no, we haven't. Kidding. I don't know why we haven't had you on before now. I don't know because well, these guys never wanted to have a Mavericks podcast. I had to talk them into this, man. No, kidding. No, can you believe that? No, 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 no. That's Evan who didn't want to have a Mavericks That's podcast. True. I'll, I'll, I'll make a deal with you guys. You want you, you want me? You got me anytime you want. All right, oh, you're Mitch, tell, tell, give, me, morning news. give us give us your Twitter address so uh, uh, people At, can find you. Mitch Lawrence Twitter address is at Mitch underscore Lawrence, and I have a piece in Forbes today about what we were talking about, about Bogut, about LeBron James going crazy, sounding the alarm, hitting the panic button, and read that on Forbes.com, at Mitch underscore Lawrence. Mitch, do you have, do you have, does Forbes, which is a financial magazine, tells you how to be rich? Do they, do they make you rich? Yo, I'm telling you what, since I went to Forbes, it's like it's like me and Donald Trump are one to. <laughs> Wow. But I won't show you my tax return. Yeah, well, neither will anybody else. So, Mitch, it's great having you on, man. We're going to have you on as, as, uh, very soon, especially when you get closer to the trade deadline. We want to get to the bottom Good. of all this stuff. Thanks. Thanks all so right, much. Stay in touch, fellas. All right.
Be Take well. care, Mitch. Bye bye. There with Mitch Lawrence. You know, I, I didn't ask him to do. And next time, I, he's gonna. It's a must. He does the best Marv Albert imitation. He does do a great Marv Albert no, imitation of, of all time. Evan, do you know who Marv Albert is? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. It was pretty good. Very yeah. good. So, but we got to get out of here because we have lots of lots more stuff. Lots to of get podcasts to. coming today. Lots of podcasts. Ev- Evan has gotten. The creme de la creme of the Rangers to come yes, to, to be on our Ranger podcast. All I got was David Moore for the Cowboys, and I and I got Mitch Lawrence. You got Mitch Lawrence. You're you're way up on me right now. Yeah, I'm, I, I I scout the the hinterlands, the boonies yeah. to get people. Yeah. Not like Evan who gets the big names, but he was terrific. We should have him back again. We should. That was good stuff. All right, uh, let's let's move on. Uh, let's Doug, say goodbye, Evan. Goodbye, everybody. Evan. Goodbye, Evan. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe via iTunes. You'll get new episodes every week. And follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, sports fans, see ya.